Final Frontier, I'm Comrade Britain. And I am Armas. These are the voyages of the starship USS MLM, our ongoing mission to explore brand new Trek episodes, both cringe and based, and to boldly go to, to a, a cave, cave or four. Story Trek the Podcast is here. One half vegan, one half queer 100% communist Unless we have a less leftist guest Patrick and Britain Talking, joking, farting and shitting All about Star Trek like our buttholes, the show is red. Soy Trek the Podcast is here. So listen to Soy Trek right in your ear. What's Say up? What? Howdy. Hello, Patrick. Oh, hi, Britt. What's, what's going on? Not much. I see you're wearing the um, uh, Michael Caine glasses. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Those are bloody large glasses, Michael. Uh, uh, the best uh, way anyone ever told me how to do a Michael Caine impression is uh, you start out by saying Michael Caine, mm. but you say it Michael Michael Caine. So you go Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine doesn't <laughs> like that. Like he got to blow the bloody doors off. Mm. Michael Caine is great. Uh, one of my favorite quotes of his. Uh, he was in, what was it, Jaws 3 or Jaws the Revenge or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said about it, uh, I haven't seen the movie, and by all accounts, it is awful. <laughs> but I have seen the house that it bought me, and it is fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I just, I love that. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, just like being honest. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a Jaws movie. Of course you're going to sign up for it, especially if you're offering a couple million or something. Yeah, it's like, mm, let's see, a Jaws movie that has uh, no Richard Dreyfus, no no Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. like nobody nobody from the original Tatch. You know, it's 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 also like the third sequel. It's hey, like, hey, man, uh, fucking Alien uh, Cubed. That's an awesome movie. Alien Cubed is good, but that still had like, you know, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, and had had still people attached. Like Jaws three has mm-hmm. completely removed. Also, like wh- who directed Cube three? Alien is David uh, Fincher, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, so I I that's actually one of my favorite ones. A lot of people no, don't. No, me like too. It. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially the assembly cut. Yeah, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it's just like they put in a lot of stuff that there was like missing context and stuff mm-hmm. before, but it's fantastic. Yeah. I I love that film. Yeah, I like it. It. it has like you know I, I like any sort of like weird prison planet with st- strange rules yeah also. yeah like i feel like um did you watch andor no i did not okay well there there's a couple episodes that take place in a prison mm. and if you like that listeners uh you will like alien cubed yeah pretty much it's like it's very similar in tone mm-hmm. very different color palette like mm-hmm. the 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 alien cube color palette is sick as fuck it's oh, like yeah. instead of being like green and blue and black it's a lot more like red and black mm-hmm. 
and it's very like unsettling yeah um red and orange and yellow and black mm-hmm. i guess yeah yeah it's great color it has great actors in it mm-hmm. it has you know pete postlewaite has yeah. uh has uh the dude from game of thrones yeah dude yeah the, the dad of the of the targaryen no can't remember their names the the, the rich people oh um yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I, I that all exited my mind after the finale. I was like, <laughs> well, my mind's done with this. There's no use on like holding on to this information. Yeah, it is funny how how instantaneously that just left like the public consciousness mm-hmm. after like the finale and how it just like shit the bed. Yeah, and it just like just killed any momentum that mm-hmm. that um, uh, fan base would have ever had. Just like everyone instantly just like forgot about it because it's like where could they it just ended so poorly yeah it was a real big big disappointment yeah because i mean here we are you know we're, we're we're discussing episodes of star trek that aired uh 30 years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> you know with 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 excitement and and everything else and you know and what how long ago did game of thrones in like uh, five six five, years five, ago uh, five six years mm-hmm. ago and was the last time anyone has mentioned <laughs> i mean people mention the end all the time uh i mean and people mention like certain characters and actors and stuff like oh, yeah. i hear a lot of talk about joffrey still king joffrey oh yeah yeah because you know, that little shit was an amazing villain mm-hmm. um you know i still hear stuff about the like the 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 fucking mountain or whatever crushing that guy's head oh yeah that was that was Especially Something. since he was like later in, you know, The Last of Us. Right, right, stuff. right. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And also, like, yeah. The I was I, re, I watched the the interview with the vampire series, which is pretty good. Is it pretty good? Okay. Yeah, I liked it. I've been uh, to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, it has uh, the um, Louis played by um, the guy who played Grey Worm from Game of Thrones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like um, also um, more like more like Gay Worm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the interview the interview with the vampire series is pretty gay. Like Louis and Lestat. <laughs> yeah, Louis Lestat. They be fucking. Oh yeah. Like of every course episode. they. Of course they do be. Yeah, because like you know, in the in the movie, you know, you know, it came out in the nineties. They toned down the. I mean, they really toned down the gay. It's still pretty gay. It's still pretty gay. Like mm-hmm. the subtext is there, mm-hmm. but you know, but. Oh, also the dom text is also the dom there. text is mm-hmm. also there. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, this one, you know. It's 2023, you know, they can just show them just straight up butt fucking, so. Hell yeah. We yeah. love a good butt fucking scene. Yeah. Yeah. They got that. Well, not, I mean, it kind of implied butt fucking, but you know what happened. Yeah. You know what happened. I, I think, yeah, there was um there was a scene in, I want to say it was the first episode of American Gods where they definitely oh, do a butt yeah. fucking. And I was just like, I am into this. Oh, yeah, the genie part? Yeah, yeah. the genie butt fucking. Yeah, yeah that rocked. <laughs> <laughs> like a genie cab driver who's definitely he's also gay and the, does, the comic also has it pretty graphically too the, uh, the comic yeah the, the american gods comic yeah oh oh yeah yeah if you want i can yeah. I'll, I'll let you borrow it's huge yeah yeah it's, it's really good really i good. like it huge because <laughs> they canceled that and also like the mm. american gods series like i know it's mm. like also a book right but like um since they canceled the series and like after after season one it just goes completely off the rails like i was just like you know i'm just gonna read the comic and so i got the yeah the whole compilation of the comic and read that so i can nice. figure out how it ends nice. yeah did you like it yeah i did it's nice. good yeah are, right. are any of the pages stuck together <sighs> yeah so actually yeah you probably can't read the genie part i'm sorry don't be sorry <laughs> 
don't don't be sorry that it happened. <laughs> be happy that you came. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've got nothing there. <laughs> it, 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 uh, it started. It started in a good place. It started sorry, in a good place. Sorry, right? I just workshop it a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you know that we have a Patreon? I do know that. Yeah, we have a Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/DumbIdiotBS. You can go and uh, you know say hello and uh, hopefully subscribe. Oh, yeah. For as little as $2 a month, you get uh, the main tier benefits, which are going to be, um, you get all of our episodes all at once, instead of waiting for them to trickle out over the week. You get them in high quality stereo. Say what? Yeah, I actually pan us. Our voices are panned. So if you're listening to this on uh, just a domestic podcast uniform that's not our private Patreon feed, you're listening in mono. This reverb will not sound as lush in mono. You also get other benefits, like uh, you can suggest episodes and uh, other media for us to watch each week, and uh, then vote on it as well. And um, you know, our Patreons choose one of our episodes every single week now, and I think that's pretty fun. Yeah, pretty fun for everyone. Yeah, that's a good way to like. Cause like yeah, before like what we were we were doing the random ones and yeah, just kind of random. And we yeah. might do a random episode here or there, maybe even today, because we only got two episodes planned. So oh, yeah, we might do an advice or a soy truck. Who knows? Yeah, like yeah. uh yeah, random video ones that we reviewed, and I guess this gets it more directed about what the people want to listen to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and we've we've already had some pretty cool stuff. We've. Uh, Got to watch Galaxy Quest and Spaceballs and yeah. uh, Voyager two-parter, Year of Hell, oh, which yeah. is fucking great. Um, we got to watch another Voyager episode, Dr. Tinker Taylor Spy, Yeah, which great episode. Especially uh, as you were saying, like after um, Lower Decks ends. Mm-hmm. Like there's not gonna there's not gonna be any new trek for a very long time, right? <laughs> so like maybe they'll be able to choose two episodes if they want. I think that's probably a great idea. Yeah. So so coming after lower like we only got like what two more episodes of Lower Decks after this? Correct. This is the eighth episode of the season. Yeah. So like then y'all can choose two two mm-hmm. juicy episodes for us to watch. Hell yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, so for five dollars a month. You can subscribe, and we say thank you because uh, mm-hmm. you're helping us uh, produce this podcast, basically. Yeah. So we thank you uh, to people like Dylan Lance, Nick Savard, Jordan Hill, David Craning, Seitz, Cappies, D. Gursky, Eric and Southslope, Jormore, Tim Wilkinson, Ethan Adams, Kyle Simmons, P.J. Hale, Shane Sawyer, Gillian McCrary, SFC Punk, King Penumbra, Roberto Molina, Seven of Nine, James Hartman, Anna Conklin, Iggy, and Abigail Simpson. Oh, also Electric Baphomet. And Jonah Hearn. Hells yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Y'all real ones. Yeah, you all are all real ones. Also, for $10 a month, you get access to... The Media Dungeon. Say what? Uh, which is my private Plex server that uh, Pat uh, w- was just talking about. He's basically uh, divested from every single streaming platform yeah. because my Plex <laughs> server has so much media. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's it's like, honestly, like, what's the point, you know, because mm-hmm. like I was telling you when I came in, like, yeah, Netflix fucking is raising their prices to twenty three dollars a month. And they're still really cracking down on multiple users. They are crack- yeah, they're cracking down on multiple users like and none of that money is going to, you know, new content, really new, new content. Like it's all that- going to fucking the next season of um, Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, uh, Strang- big, big Mouth got canceled, actually. It's oh, over. 
Thank God. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they they employed some good writers at least. Yeah. I've never seen the show. I've not heard many good things, but there's like some talented people attached to it. Mm. So I don't know. I gave up on that after I think season two. I was like, ooh, started to get kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, Stranger Things. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know that. You know, lots of anti-communism coming from that show. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch the newest season. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the new, the newest, newest one. Maybe but, I haven't watched the two newest ones. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even care. I'm yeah. going to be honest. I don't care. What I don't get about that show, honestly, mm-hmm. is like these kids, they're seeing some traumatic ass stuff. Yeah, and every show now is about like trauma and getting over trauma. Yeah. Maybe that's why the show is so popular is because it's like the only show that's not like about trauma. Yeah, <laughs> but I just also mean like it's... They're seeing. They're basically seeing like creatures from beyond the veil of mm-hmm. human perception. Yeah. Would you fuck one? Probably not. They look kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if we saw that, uh-huh. we would never stop talking about it. Yeah. Like we would be like, we just saw a fucking creature that oh, that has five flaps for a face. Right. Like we just saw the most insane shit. Mm-hmm. I would never be able to get over that. No. Like, and these kids, and then shows them, they're just doing, like, kid shit. Yeah, after after <laughs> they go, like, the, the fucking, the, the, the upside down or whatever, yeah. they just, like, come back and they're like, let's ride bikes! Yeah, let's oh. ride bikes. Let's, let's dress up like Ghostbusters. Let's have our, our uh, let's have, like, our little romances. I'm like, I would not stop fucking talking about the creature with I, five I would flaps. probably be shank, uh, shaking under a blanket. <laughs> I know. You know, I, I would be uncontrollably creatures. I shake under the blanket, get it? Because I'm fucking one of them. You are be fucking, I'm fucking one, one of them. <laughs> I'd be like getting coffee and then just start crying. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I mean <laughs> that's kind of what happens most of the time. That is true. Like yeah. I, I would just, I would just be in like I'd be in the grocery store and I'd pick up like some salt or something and then like I would just start bawling like a like a heap on the floor. Mm-mm. And yeah, and just somehow these kids are fine. But mm. you know, you know. You know that's that's how it do in the TV, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just always think that's funny. Like they just see the most unbelievable, out of the world shit, and then just like have zero reaction to it. Besides, right. like, we got to stop this. Right. <laughs> Whereas, like you know, on like Discovery, Michael Burnham, like she's like, I'm gonna do a coup on my captain. Yeah. And she's like, ah, the consequences <laughs> of my actions. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's true. Cool. 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 Yeah, I guess yeah. I mean, I guess season five that may not be happening, as you said. No, it's going to happen. Uh, it's just um, the ending that they were going to refilm mm-hmm. uh, because they got canceled. They were going to like redo the last episode or whatever so they could give it an ending. Mm. Um, like that got pushed back from the writer's strike, and then also mm. now from the SAG strike. Yeah. So uh, yeah, SAG SAG strike still ongoing. Like yeah, it was yeah. it was scheduled for like second or third quarter next year mm. like it, it would be premiering like around now next year i think oh, wow. but um yeah it might not happen so we might be looking at 2025 for the last season of discovery which would be crazy wow that'd be wild i feel yeah. that that's too long yeah too long of a wait because they've yeah. already had like a year since yeah. discovery aired two years yeah two years since season four yeah yeah shit yeah, we didn't even review it on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, because it was never new while the show existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, so it's just like, 
Yeah, by the time it finally airs, like any sort of Doug Jones is going to be dead. <laughs> Doug Jones will be dead. Yeah, so we got to protect our twinks, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think like yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure like all those actors will probably be searching out different projects, especially like yeah, Michelle Yeoh. I mean, Michelle Yeoh has already been like exited from the show anyway. So yeah, yeah, they she, they already her, wrote her off, and her stardom's gone up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, That's why then. they could only afford to make the Section 31 movie. I'm sure. Yeah. If they no. do, if they end up, doing if they that. end up doing that, which please God, no, please no, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel that's almost like too on the nose having like the evil mirror universe person like join Section Thirty One. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, yeah. Like the CI, the the space CIA is filled all with bad bad yeah. people. It's like also <laughs> like they're they're letting her join their like clandestine like spy organization, mm. and she's not she's not just not a, a Federation citizen. She's not a citizen of that reality no. or that universe. Yeah, that's exactly why like the CIA is made up entirely of like you know preps ivy league school fucking psychos Mm -hmm. because it's like they all have like that same background they all have that same like you know that same that that built-in you know thing that they're all working for yeah like they they have that system of trust that has been in them since since college yeah trust in the american system yeah and trust in each other and everything Mm -hmm. else and yeah you got to bring in someone that is is a complete you know individual actor and then how and how they go and like who's going to be they're serving their own good especially for for another reality and it's just like you know you know that would be interesting yeah she joins and then like covertly like starts replacing them all with like other people from the mirror universe or something yeah, like right? that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, that would that would be really funny that that would actually That'd actually be cool, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the two ways they could make the Section 31 movie cool. Yeah. It's either that or she takes it down entirely from the inside and dismantles Section 31. Yeah, unfortunately she doesn't. I mean, un- unless she goes back to, like... It didn't specify where she went back to yeah, so in the time could, portal. She, she could be there after, like, Sloan and all them in DS9. Right, exactly. Yeah. She, she could be there, like, post... Picard, because Section Thirty One mm. still exists in Picard. Yeah, weirdly enough, mm-hmm. it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're we're anti Section Thirty One in this podcast. Indeed. I mean, um, I'm sure we, I'm sure all the followers. Yeah, they should see Section Thirty One, that baby, and throw it in the trash can. They should. Yeah, yeah throw that in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. And make sure, like, you put duct tape on its mouth for. Wow. Wow. Do it. Yeah. So also on our Patreon, uh, we've got a ten or twenty dollar tier, mm-hmm. which uh, is the only way to get Soy Trek merch now, like Bam. the the Star Trek related stuff. So yeah. you want that? Go uh, sign up for that that merch tier. We send you a package every month with uh, cool stuff. Yeah. Get it. Get get around uh, Paramount. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Give them give them the old reach around, baby. Give them the reach around. Anyway, so, um, yeah, you want to get into the episode for today? Oh, yeah, that's right. We're here to talk about an episode. We definitely are here to talk about an episode. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, this week we watched Lower Decks, Season 4, <coughs> Episode 8, Caves. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out today, October 19th, 2023. Uh, it is the 38th episode overall of Lower Decks and the 906th op- overall episode of Star Trek. 
Mm. Uh, this one is written by Ben Rogers, who you might know is having written Crisis Point 1 and 2 for the series. Oh, fun. As well as Mugato Gumato from Season 2. Mm. And uh, then it's directed by Megan Lloyd, uh, who directed a couple episodes already this season. This is her third one. Mm. Uh, she directed I Have No Bones, Yet I Must Flee, and In Pathological Fallacies. Both were which all right episodes. Yeah. Not, not the best, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, right. this season bill will hit or miss. It is a little hit or miss. The the, the couple hits it's had have been really good, though. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I like this episode a lot, too. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's jump right in. Yeah. On board the USS Cerritos in the transporter room, Boimler is preparing for an away mission. Mariner comes in and turns out she's on it, too. Same with Rutherford and Tendy. So the gang is back together. Gang rides again. Ba- we're getting the band back together. <laughs> Um, they're gonna research moss in a cave, but Mariner hates caves. Mm. They go anyway. So down in the cave, uh, Tendi and Rutherford are nerding out on moss when they get a call from out of the cave. Tremors have been detected, and suddenly the cave collapses and traps them inside in the dark. <laughs> Opening credits, uh, one one fifty. What would you do if you got stuck in a cave, Pat? I mean, that is pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've gone up to the... I, I I am very afraid of caves, especially, like, the ice caves up here. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very... Like, I don't know. If, have you been to those ice caves? No. I mean, if... it's You know, it's it's not so bad in an ice cave, because if, if you get, like, caught or anything, you just warm your way out. <laughs> well, this, well, this one, it's scary, because, mm-hmm. um, like, we all... Me and some friends, we walked up, and, like... Um, like all, all around is just like like memorials to people who died in this ice cave because cool. like because because cavens are so are so um common and so we and so we were just like whatever and we walked to the mouth and then immediately heard a cave-in cool and, and it was terrifying and we why do they were, let people go in there <coughs> they I mean they don't i mean there there's I mean there's nothing keeping you from it except just being like don't go in sign saying don't go in yeah but i guess you know to keep sort of like the natural you know ecosystem ecosystem yeah they don't have any sort of like um Gates. like barrier yeah. yeah gate or anything so you, you literally could walk in if you wanted to which and die yeah, and die and die <laughs> yeah that, that'd be an interesting way to like commit suicide is just go to an ice cave for a couple of weeks and yeah, wait just, ha- just hang out there when it starts to warm up and just be like just crush me baby yeah yeah just fucking get it over with ice cave i mean there you can look up pictures that because there are people like photographers who go in there and mm-hmm. take pictures yeah looks amazing yeah, I bet. So, so you it's can a big cave full of ice, man. Yeah, big cave full of ice. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can Google that. Just Google big four ice caves inside and see pictures of it. Inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but don't go in. Don't go in. Don't yeah, go in. yeah. Just be content with the pictures. Yes. You don't need to see everything. Fucking, no, no. It's, it's why you you don't need to see and do everything. It's why you watch porn. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's there's some things I watch in porn that like if I did it in my real life. The smell would probably kill me. The smell you uh-huh. would you wouldn't walk right for you could you could cripple yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, like you gotta you gotta take you gotta just be like you know what there's there's some people you know who are able to do amazing things with their yeah, bodies. Absolutely, and you we need to appreciate those people. You don't need to be like those people. Absolutely not. You know, and there's people who do amazing you know feats of you know where they go to like you know crazy locations. You know, and mm-hmm. that's great that they get to go there and 
film that stuff for us, mm-hmm. they can bring that back to us. We yeah. don't need to actually go do it ourselves. Yeah, we can we can share <laughs> in the journey of knowledge. Yes. Just like, you know, it's like reading a book. Yeah, reading a book. Or watching a documentary, you know. Yeah. You, you gain other people's knowledge. You don't need to do it for yourself. No. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to go up to the to volcanoes, mm-hmm. you know. Leave that to people who, like, do it professionally. Like, people yeah. are paid by National Geographic to risk their lives to do this cool shit. Even people who go and see volcanoes professionally die doing it. So yeah. it's just like... So let them. Let you know? them, yeah. Yeah, fucking don't, don't go up there as an amateur hobbyist and die doing something. <laughs> yeah. The dumbest thing you can possibly do in your life... <laughs> is die doing your hobby yes that's that that makes that makes you officially a fucking knucklehead even if it's like an extreme hobby like you know you're like on the red bull team and shit like that if you die doing it you're a fucking idiot and you're a loser because you died i know i'm learning unicycle right now if Uh i die doing that oh my god (laughs) i i will not be able to get through your eulogy without laughing (laughs) yeah Yeah. You'd be like, uh, Patrick died on a unicycle. Yeah. Oh my god. That fucking it's, idiot. It's only got one fucking wheel. What do you think's gonna happen? What the fuck? What Jesus, the hell? it's like a concussion machine. <laughs> on wheels. <laughs> on wheel, rather. Yeah, um, that'd be that would be funny if I go if I if the way I go is it's like actually roll in front of a car just like that child in resurrection. Yeah, in the, I, in the I, Christopher Lambert. Movie. I hope you get in an accident with a guy on a one wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be the funniest way you could go. Those guys are kind of crazy sometimes. Yeah, they do be going way too fast places. They do be going way too fast. Yeah, there was a guy who uh, used to come in and um, <laughs> like use his one wheel in a grocery store I was managing, mm-hmm. and like I kept on asking him not to do it. And then one day I was like, "Hey, if I see you doing that, I'm just gonna like throw a can under the wheel." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've asked you like a ton of times, mm-hmm. so don't do it. Yeah, stop. Yeah, and I, I would have, I would have like totally fucking done that mm-hmm. just because I told him I would. You know, yeah. I, I, I keep my threats. <laughs> That's what a good manager does. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta make those threats and keep buying. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, I told you I was gonna cut your nuts off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just drop, you, drop, drop, trial. You thought it's happening. I, you thought I was joking. Funny, funny, ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Let me hear that zipper. I'm ready to castrate you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so after the opening credits, uh, which happened at a minute 50 seconds, quick oh, yeah. quick open here. Uh, <coughs> Rutherford turns on his eye light, and they can see the cave again. Uh, Mariner isn't uh, surprised since cave missions usually go wrong. Mm-hmm. Mariner kicks a rock, and the moss in the cave begins to glow. Uh, suddenly the moss begins to follow Mariner, which then eats Tendi's boot because it's got a foot fetish. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, it's carnivorous moss, mm. which is like a vegan's worst nightmare, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. Animals that eat back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned about uh, pitcher plants yesterday. What's a pitcher plant? Uh, it's like a plant. It's like um, they, 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 they get um, a mars- this like marsupial to take shits inside of it. It's like a toilet. Mm. And so it has like this, this like delicious toilet lid that it uh, gets these things to start licking yeah and then and then like the th- and then the animals then poop inside of it and then the the pitcher plant eats the poop mm-hmm. and also it eats ants and um flies so keep, it- keep going i'm almost finished <laughs> i'm almost finished <laughs> so yeah it's just basically a toilet that with um with uh, stomach acid inside of it and also it's like a little home for plant for bats too bats crawl inside of it and sleep Sounds like my mouth on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. 
you like have just bats fly into your mouth and poop inside of your mouth you know if that's what you call like goths yeah <coughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> um boimler says that they must have uh some kind of way out of there out of the cave he remembers the last time he got stuck in a cave with Levy, the conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. from the first season who thinks that Wolf 359 was an inside job. And it kind of was. It kind of was. Yeah. And uh, he's played by Fred Tatasiori, who yeah. plays Shax, and uh, like half of the characters on this episode. Mm. Yeah, his voice sounded like he's doing like a voice that sounded like a, like a guest star. A little bit, yeah. Like, that's why I was just like, who is this? And mm-hmm. you were like, oh, it's Fred Tatasiori. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, we go, we go have a, uh, a trip on memory lane for Boimler and back on to Cryon 4, and him and Levy are in a cave, and something is in there with them. Levy thinks it's a Vandorian conspiracy, and Boimler dismisses it. Uh, but then Boimler finds a vehicle with one seat to get them out, but Levy destroys it, thinking it's part of a Vandorian ruse. Mm. It's all Vandorians all the way down, baby. <laughs> Uh, Boimler tells Levy off and calls his conspiracy theories annoying. Mm-hmm. L- Levy is heartbroken, and suddenly none other than Vandorians appear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said that they have failed their morality test. Mm-hmm. Levy says he knew it. <laughs> the Vandorians throw them in a pit, and Levy tells about their customs that he learned from subspace forums, obviously making fun of Reddit guys. Yeah. Uh, he keeps talking, and suddenly they're invited to dinner where he keeps speaking about them and their customs, which the Vandorians find very impressive, but mm-hmm. filled with hyperbole. Yeah. And so I, they're kind of like in place of like the Illuminati or Skull, or bone, skull and Bones. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, the Vandorians are definitely very... Uh, <laughs> they're the Jews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to yeah. conspiracy people. To like, conspiracy people. They're, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like the, the people at the behind the shadows on every major decision mm-hmm. you know that uh the elders of zion calling all the shots that yeah, kind yeah. of shit um so boimler apologizes to the vandorians and the vandorians celebrate enemies becoming friends and set them free having now passed their morality test uh, back in the moth, uh, Moss Cave, Boimler reminisces their recovery and hanging out with Levy, which the rest of the crew take offense to since he didn't include them. Mm. But Tendi thinks that sometimes being trapped with someone can be bonding and mm. briefly mentions their time in the turbo lift. <laughs> uh, suddenly, Moss spits out the bones of a creature. Rutherford has an idea and asks Boimler to take off his pants which he does immediately since he says they're roommates in a sapphic sense. (laughs) I mean, they have sex. They they do be having sex. They do be like one of them be crawling into the other's bunk in the middle of the night and they'd be just having some butt sex. Are they still having, since I guess they're sleeping in bunk beds, are they still having just like same gender rooming? Yes. Uh, To answer your question, Rutherford is the top. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, married couples can live together. I, I haven't seen, like... Yeah, but they're also lower deckers, so, like, still kind of lower deckers, so they don't get, like, they don't get, like, the private rooms. Right, but they do have a private room here, but it's with bunks. 
Yeah, with bunks. Which is strange. Which is also, it's just like not really a private room because they're sleeping in bunks still. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't understand why they have bunks in a big room. They have a giant room. They uh-huh. could easily put a partition and have Put real s- beds in there. Put real beds in there. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess the bunk beds, they're used to fucking in the bunks, so mm. they might have like some like connection to them. And I guess so. I mean, I, 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 did, I did sleep in a Navy bunk. Navy on an aircraft bunk. carrier, yeah. It's kind of looks similar where it's kind of just caught the same size as a coffin, basically. Huh. Okay. It was it was very comfortable, I thought. Interesting. Yeah. You felt you felt like uh cradled like a baby. Like, yeah. My brain stopped working. It was nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sound sounds like a navy vessel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the brain part is also the gentle rocking of the of the open sea just cradling me to sleep. Oh. <laughs> That's precious. Yeah. Uh so Rutherford says he learned about uh, filtering a phaser fire through a pants when he was trapped in a cave with Dr. Tiana and had a cave baby with her, which surprises <laughs> everybody. I do now, like how like all of their stories are just like the strangest, like, you know, one off like Star Trek episodes. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, kinda they just, are. Yeah, it's like they're having like these really wild adventures. Yeah, just like. Oh yeah, we just we had an adventure where we had children, sort of yeah. like you know, like um, Th- these are like very wacky versions of TOS plot lines. Yeah, yeah. Like it's an interesting take Even, on the cave oh, in, episode. In Voyager episodes, you know, oh, oh. we got the we got the lizard babies. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and we got the aging thing in Voyager too. So, yeah. I mean, you got a lot of stuff in here. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. Um, so, uh, where were we here? Um, so back on Balkus 9, uh, Rutherford and Dr. Tiana are entering a cave with a guide to see some underwater ferns. Mm-hmm. Suddenly the cave shakes and Rutherford's scared. The guide speaks of a gravlax, a large creature that eats brains, which suddenly jumps out of the water and kills the guide, mm-hmm. who transfers her mind into Rutherford. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird that she says it eats brains and then it doesn't eat a brain. No, because I think it is just like, you know, a tall tale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So she transfers her mind to Rutherford, who is suddenly pregnant with the guide's child (laughs) uh, self. Um, Dr. Tiana does a cesarean section and removes the baby Mm. immediately. Kind of like a junior type situation. Yeah, kind of. Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Yeah, exactly like a junior type situation. Yeah. Uh, so Rutherford awakes and Tiana explains he gave birth to a clone baby and he's like, oh, so that wasn't a nightmare. (laughs) That Uh, wasn't a traumatic nightmare. Yeah. He feeds it to, uh, he feeds it while Dr. Tiana tries to make a plan and search for a way out while Rutherford is doing a great job as babysitter and Dr. Tiana is not totally cut out for it. Mm. After a while, they start to settle down in the cave, but then suddenly the Gravlax returns and tries to eat them. Rutherford rigs the tricorder to translate the Gravlax, and it tells them that it's just trying to protect its child. Rutherford promises uh, if he gets them out of there, nobody will ever return to the cave and bother the Gravlax. The Gravlax tells them that they're good parents, shows them the way out. Very nice of the Gravlax. I love the Gravlax. Gravlax is sweet. Oh, also, uh, guess who plays the Gravlax? Yeah. Fred Tadassiori. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's playing everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the real conspiracy theory. It's all Fred Tadassiori. All, all, the, all the way down. All the yeah, way down. Yeah. That, that should be Levy's <laughs> like conspiracy theory. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm played by another guy on this ship. 
Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, have like an actual picture of of the real Fred. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just be like, I do believe this one man is behind. Is is is, is like a. Is, 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 is imitates multiple people. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a shapeshifter. Shapeshifter. Like, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's actually a kind of a fun conspiracy theory. Yeah. Is like every Fred Tatasiori character is <laughs> uh, is actually a changeling. Mm. Mm. It's actually him. Yeah. Do you ever see Shax and Levy in the same room? You have not. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. That's our new theory on this podcast. <laughs> every Fred Tatasiori character is. <laughs> a changeling. Theory. Or he could be like a Moriarty type character that just is very good at disguises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He there could be. Yeah. yeah. Or he could be like the Moriarty character in um uh the newest Sherlock and uh he could blow his motherfucking brains out. <laughs> is that what that what he did in Sherlock? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh nice. It's not pretty cool. That show kinda sucks. Yeah, is that that the one of Benedict Cucumber Batch. Yes. Yeah. I've, from what I've clips I've seen of that, it looks like the worst show that's ever been made. <laughs> it's it's not the worst show that's ever been made. It's just mm. not great. And yeah. It's aged poorly. Yeah. yeah. Like the Mind Palace stuff. Yeah, the Mind really Palace funny. stuff is. I mean, some of it's okay, but a lot of it's not great. Mm. So yeah, you know, you know, it's you the know. B, it's the BBC. They don't do things <laughs> well. Um, they're they're <laughs> British, you know. Let's yeah. give them a, let's give them a pass. They made good music in the nineties. Yeah, in the nineties. In the nineties. In the nineties, early two thousands too. I'll give Radiohead some credit for some <laughs> stuff. Yeah. That's it. Um, <laughs> so back in the Moss Cave, everyone is surprised that Rutherford had a child and never told anybody. And Tendy, for the third time, tries to relate her turbo lift story, which Mariner again says has nothing to do with the caves. The cave screams, and Mariner goes to realign her communicator with some uh, triglomite, which surprises Rutherford. She says she learned how to do it on a cave on Glish when she was assigned to do an away mission with the Delta Shift, but her shuttle got hit by a magnetic wave and crash-landed in a cave. So in the cave on Glish, which is a great name, by the way. Yeah. I love Glish. Um, they do have great names for everything in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cave comms are breaking up on Mariner, and they're getting out of range. And Delta Shift Boimler has a broken leg. Mm. It's just, like, snapped. It's like a mm -hmm. compound fracture. Um, Delta Shift Rutherford does a scan and says they're out of luck unless they can si find some Pergium, which is conveniently right over on a close-by wall. Suddenly, Mariner goes towards it and begins to age quickly. Delta Rutherford does a scan and says they're near a mineral deposit whereby everyone who approaches it experiences a biotemporal flux due to its proximity. The Delta Mariner says she'll power through it, and uh, her and regular Mariner argue, and Delta Mariner explains that their shift sucks, <laughs> and they never see ranking officers, and thus it's impossible to get promotions because of it. Mariner is sympathetic to this and hopes that her and the Delta Shift can spend more time together and maybe find a shift in between. Mm. Which would be the... What's what's between Beta and Delta? Beta and Delta. Is there anything? Alpha, Beta, Sigma. Sigma. Sigma, is that right? Maybe. No. Well. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Delta Mariner and regular Mariner, however, are too old to get to the Pergium and to yell at Delta Boimler 
the youngest of the group to come over and get it. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a child prodigy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but he says his leg is broken, but they assure him it will heal with the time dilation. <laughs> he begins to move <coughs> towards them, but the time dilation makes it heal the leg heal incorrectly, and he can't go any further than them because suddenly his leg falls off. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, you know. You saw the movie Old, right? Nah, no. The beach that makes you no, old. No, I didn't see it. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is it's such, it's such a it's such a bad good movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just but there is something very similar that happens um, to a woman um, on the beach that makes you old, mm-hmm. where suddenly like she has like um, osteoporosis. Yeah. And so then all of her bones start breaking, and mm-hmm. then, and but then rapidly healing. So then she starts get she gets all like fucked up and like. Uh, mm-hmm exactly like that that sounds dumb <laughs> it is i mean there's a guy um uh, what was his name it's like it's like family his name's like family size sedan or something he's a rapper like mm-hmm. he, like um uh what's his face m night Shyamalan just is coming up with the stupidest names mm-hmm. in the entire world like there's a rapper on the island and yeah his name's like family size sedan or something yeah you have to have a rapper on every island you know yeah yeah well like it, there's a reason why he's there, but it's just like, but yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a really really stupid movie, but mm-hmm. you know it's fun to watch. I thought you know yeah. seeing how people they do really good like body horror with like aging, and uh, and especially yeah the part where the woman's bones are just rapidly breaking and healing, and she just becomes this like deformed massive. Did did you um did you jerk off to it? No, I did not. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um so no, not, not not my vibe not my no. vibe all right well <laughs> More <for me. laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make sure that's on your plex server right after this oh yes i think i, I think i have like all of m night Shyamalan's films oh you got the old movie yeah, right, yeah so I watch should. the watch the beach that makes you old uh yeah so this leg scene uh it, it killed me it was pretty good it was uh, hilarious yeah I, I, I had some good laughs at it um you know <laughs> it, it was a little wacky but like i felt like it played well enough with like a concept based on star trek lore that mm-hmm. it was it was good it was good yeah yeah it, just, it, it was that it, like it just like the scene from oh yeah it was a lot of like very abrupt body horror and mm-hmm. and, and, and the show which you don't have a lot of yeah i mean sure like and already in this episode we watched like you know a male birth yeah, <laughs> a sure. serian birth and um uh and like and then then we see like but like the leg rapidly healing and becoming mm-hmm. like really gross and then falling off is probably yeah. horrifying <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's what i masturbate to yeah yeah Oh, so that's why I saw that it was just like you timestamp that on your Plex server. I noticed yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Just so I can watch it over and over and over like a worn out VHS, like minute and a half with boobs. Yeah. You know, when you rent it from Blockbuster and like suddenly mm-hmm. when the boobs come in, it just gets all fuzzy and shit. Cause yeah. Someone rewound it like 80 times while they were jacking <laughs> off. Yeah. You know, who amongst us? Who amongst us? Whomst amongst us have not? <laughs> not this one. Not I, not said one. I. Uh, so suddenly Delta Rutherford says he found some Pergium uh, near a 
mineral deposit that makes you grow slightly younger. <laughs> uh, they rig it to their comms and make a successful distress call to the Cerritos. And apparently, um, that guy not voiced by Fred Tassiori. It was not. Uh, wait, Billups? Or? No, uh, um, Delta Rutherford. Oh, yeah. No, he wasn't. No. Yeah. None of the none of the people in the Delta Shift are played by Fred Tassiori. It was voiced by uh, Zach Cherry from... Um, He's like Dylan in um, Severance. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Severance is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Severance okay. is really good. Yeah, wonderful. That's way cool. So, um, Mariner praises the Delta Shift, and Delta Boimler asks them if they can go back for his leg. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did like how they said, like, oh, we're just going to grow you a new one. Yeah, yeah, we can leave it. Yeah. <laughs> So back in the Moss Cave, uh, they're arguing about not telling each other about their various cave experiences before uh, Mariner gives Rutherford some uh, triglaminite to boost some comms, and he puts out his distress signal, but right before he can, the Moss overcomes them and traps the team. Mm -hmm. It tells them they cannot leave. They cannot leave until the green one tells her story. (laughs) Um, I did. I, I got lots of Armus vibes from this Moss man. Yes, it was like yes, Moss Mossmas. I said uh, Armos. Armos. That's good. That's yeah. good. I like that. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering what that thing was at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, I should have yeah. explained that. But yeah, now I am. Yeah. Yes, I'm so alone. I'm so alone. But you know, he's a he's a nice Armus. He is a nice Arm an Armos. An yeah. Armos. Yeah. Um, That's why I was hoping like there was like something online where they were calling him that, but it didn't seem like there is. You got to start it. You got to go on Reddit yeah, and be like, more, be like more like Armos upvoted to infinity. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. You're dying. I got a little excited there. You're dying. I'm dying. You're dying. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I got that new coat. I got another COVID vaccine. So I'm bringing the new co-host. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to be next? Who, who? All the other ones have died. <laughs> I should just start wearing a red shirt. Yeah, you should. I've, I've got one for you. I've actually got several. I think I've got, um, I accidentally ordered way too many long sleeve red shirts. Mm. So if you want anything printed on a long sleeve red, let me know. Oh, nice. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah get some, get a red shirt so I can, I can die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering what I'd put on there. I mean, I could put basically anything on there. Make you a slut trek shirt. Could make mm. you a. You know, what'd be cool. Um, is the come and take it batleth mm. on the red shirt? Oh yeah, yeah. That would look good. That would look super Klingon as fuck. That would. But yeah, red is the red is one of their good colors. Yeah, red is. <laughs> um. So. Um. They can't leave until Tendy tells her story. She protests that her story isn't even about caves, but. The moss orders her to tell it anyway. <laughs> oh, by the way, guess who plays the moss? Fred Tassior. Boom! Oh. Got it. Yeah, yeah. He uh, plays everybody. He is, right? Conspiracy. <laughs> uh, so it was Tendi's first day on the Cerritos, and her and the team are in the bar celebrating their first day on the ship. They get drunk on real alcohol, because Mariner switches out the synthahol for alcohol, and uh, they get in the turbo lift. Suddenly, the turbo lift fails. Rutherford calls Billups, who says a bunch of power relays are down. Billups, played by uh, um, Paul Shear, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, of the wonderful podcast, How Did This Get Made? Mm-hmm. 
love that podcast. It's great. Uh, two hours later, they're still trapped. And oh, uh, yeah. And the other host on that podcast, one of them is um, plays uh, Jinkum Pog. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Jason Manzukis. Correct, correct. Also now plays the Mucinex Booger. Does he really? Yeah, he took over the job from, um, oh, who's that guy who got canceled for calling it a bomb threat on a train? TJ Miller. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. One of my favorite TJ Miller facts, TJ, is it? Yeah, TJ Miller mm-hmm. is like, um, he got, um, uh, he was in one of the Transformers movies. Yeah. And uh, the Transformers guy hated him so much that he just made a scene where he gets blown up in the most horrific way possible. Sick. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to hear it. Because I guess he he hired him because he thought he would be funny. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess like he would just give him uh, Michael Bay. Yeah. He would just give him directions, like, be funny for a scene. Mm-hmm. And that would be it. And he just That's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> you give... Like he's so an actor. His, yeah, to his defense, to his defense, that not that's not how being funny works. Right. But like, um, especially when you have a script going around you, like <laughs> yeah. you're just supposed to like interject into the script and ruin the flow of what's written. Yeah. Like, just what are improv. you doing? But you can look up the scene on online. It's really funny. He just gets blown up and then becomes like this like um, uh, burnt husk of mm-hmm. his former self, and then just falls to pieces. You know what? You know what I think would be a good show because like T.J. Miller after he got canceled kind of took a right turn, a no. right wing ish, right wing ish. That's what turn. they all do. Like Louis C.K., yeah, yeah. Rob Schneider, they all go that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And so he, um, I think they should make a show that's Miller on Miller with him, <laughs> him, him and Dennis Miller, and they just have sex. Hell's yeah! At gunpoint. At gunpoint. <laughs> like, there's just a man there with a high-powered rifle just standing over them. Mm. And, like... It's like that movie Phone Booth, but, mm-hmm. like... But they're in a studio. Yeah. There's only, like, a... Uh, a like, a king-size bed with velvet... Um, with red velvet sheets. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, maybe maybe some candles. Yeah. And then, like... The, and then a single phone mm-hmm. that's uh, s- s- several feet away from the bed. Oh, that right. just rings. And, and, and it just rings, and the voice is like... If you leave the chaise, you're dead. <laughs> the moment one person's not in the other person, yeah. you get shot. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's like speed almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that, Cha-Cha? How about that, Cha-Cha? How about that, Cha-Cha? <laughs> God, I fucking hate Dennis Miller so much. And then TJ Miller, he's like, he is like kind of most the inferior Miller because he doesn't even have like a catchphrase. That's true. Yeah. yeah. At least you, you can't even really do an impression. I don't even know how to do an impression of him. I guess he's really loud. I don't know. Like it's yeah. it's kind of you kind of just do the Mucinex booger, but then <laughs> ah, I'm a booger. Like, yeah, he was in that one movie with uh, Kristen Stewart that takes place underwater, where there's like fishmen. Oh yeah, you know what else he was in was the Emoji movie. He oh was he? Uh-huh. Which Emoji was he? Uh, he was. I think it was like the main character. I forget what he was. Oh, okay. He was. It was like yeah. I, 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 I think I it was like the meh face mo- emoji, and he wanted mm. to like have a bigger range of emotions or some shit. Okay. It was. I, I watched it and like it immediately vacated my head <laughs> yeah. because it was like seventy five percent the worst dumbest CGI dance scenes I've seen in my life. Ugh. And the other twenty five percent was literally ads for like eighteen different apps. Yeah, like then, they went into Facebook and then they went into Dropbox and like, oh my god! And they they named these companies and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And then uh, Patrick Stewart played a pile of poop. He played the poop emoji. That's why I think it's so funny. Like 
you know, like the Chapo guys and Hassan, like they did like the Pixar sodas. Yeah, which is not too far from <laughs> yeah. the reality. Like. Yeah, like it's all about like giving facts, giving like uh, facts about the sodas themselves and just like their calorie, their calories and like where they can be <laughs> bought and stuff. And it's just like, and yeah, it's just like, yeah, like these, these movies are just like ads, like just for these different things. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, that's where our, you know, film has gone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I can't imagine how many of like the next Kubricks are just out there doing fucking Verizon commercials. Yeah. And even with like, just like, you know, this is, clearly meant to be like a kids movie like i feel even when we were kids we had like better film <laughs> like we were just talking about the brave little toaster yeah and like that like actually feels like it's like had intent but, i mean we had we had shitty film back then too like there's we did. as long as there has been like vhs at least there's yeah. always been like stuff that shouldn't have been produced yeah but people producing it because they know that like children's sections and movie stores are like you know, there's not enough content there. And yeah. so, like, if they make a VHS of something, Blockbuster will automatically just order, you know, 10,000 copies and make them wealthy. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, we did have, yeah, that was, like, the influx of, you know, the the toy commercial type TV shows. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. yeah, like, merchandising, I feel like merchandising is not necessarily as big of a thing as it was in, like, the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Yeah, we're now we're selling more as, as like this was like you're saying like emoji movies just selling apps right right yeah. exactly it's like why make an ad for something in your movie when you can be paid to make an ad for something <laughs> in your movie why sell products that you then have to sell and maintain a supply chain on when you could literally just get cash for putting products in your movie yeah. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, yeah I mean that. that, that I feel it did like, this more subtle way, almost. You know, just like you know, how, like you know, Superman gets thrown into a Coca-Cola truck or some shit. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah, of course. Oh yeah, he's gonna get hit. You know, go into a Coca-Cola truck with that. Just basically like, oh, this wonderful app. Like like uh, I don't know if you saw that one, the review of Jack and Jill, like the Adam Sandler movie. No, I watched that movie. Oh, did you? Don Cucino! <laughs> yeah. Of course I did! Where, like, halfway through the movie, it just becomes, like, an ad for Carnival Cruise. Yeah, and, like then, a- and then the other... <laughs> the, and then the end of the film and the beginning of the film is an ad for um, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Because of the Dunkin' Donuts! They didn't even make, make the Dunkin' Chino in real life. You couldn't go and order that. Yeah, they do. They do? They do now. Really? Yeah, because of popular demand, they make the Dunkin' motherfucking Chino. What? It's like, it's like I want to say it's like half coffee, half like hot chocolate, but it's cold. I think yeah. you can get it hot too, mm. but it's like, yeah. So yeah, it's like a mocha. Yeah, pretty much. It's okay. like a cappuccino mocha thing. Mm. It's like a chocolate. Basically, if you like made a cappuccino with chocolate milk, I guess is kind of what it is. Okay. I it actually see, sounds pretty good. I could see Al Pacino actually dying. If you were to drink that, you know, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he is is a. Oh my heart! Oh god damn it, Dunkachino! <laughs> I mean, he is having sex with twenty year olds as an eighty something year old man. Yeah, she's like twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. So he's having. Yeah, he's I mean, ha- we don't know if they're having sex. He might be Elon Musking it and just like putting like pre spermed sperm into them. Okay. Like Elon Musk, he's got to have like a. Uh, his own sperm bank with how many loads he shoots into cups and then gets put into women. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm. I have a theory. I don't think he has sex. 
Yeah, I was, I was actually thinking, like, that's probably true, mm-hmm. because I can see him being one of those guys that thinks, like, sex is icky. Like, yeah. Like, he's disgusted by, like, Well, because he, bodies. like, he, like, married, or, you know, he, he girlfriends up, like, people like Grimes, who I don't think ever, ever bathe. And so he's <laughs> like, that's yucky. It's, yeah. it's, it smells like a snake pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it smell like the aquarium store? I know it is always funny, like seeing like real, you know, super straight guy posts mm-hmm. where they're talking about how they're disgusted by vaginas and stuff. That's so straight. And that's yeah, it's very straight. And it's mm-hmm. like clearly you want to be having sex with women, but like um, I could see like Elon Musk being one of those type of people where he's mm-hmm. like absolutely disgusted by human bodies. Yeah, like in all ways because he forms. like looks in the mirror and he's like oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, so, he's, so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna nut in this cup, and mm-hmm. uh, you're just gonna put it inside you. Yeah, because we know he did uh, in vitro insemination to like his assistant or that lady on the who was like a board member or whatever. Yeah. We heard about that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So we we haven't like I mean, I'm sure she probably did agreed because she probably got paid a lot of. Money. Oh, she did. She yeah, yeah, she definitely got paid a ton of money. She's set for motherfucking life because uh. she pumped out a couple or yeah, a couple fucking brats for. God brats for musk to try to Disgusting. put his mind into yeah, or steal their organs or something right right <laughs> he just wants to have a bunch of organ banks and mm-hmm. or yeah possible like thing to transfer his consciousness into yeah and you know the thing too is like he doesn't need to befriend these children because at any time he can always be like i'll pay you half a billion dollars for your kidney and yeah. what are they going to say no yeah i mean i i'd fucking i'd sell i'd sell one of my kidneys for a million easy yeah, I mean that is a lucrative mm-hmm. thing down in some in some countries. Yeah. You know, so. I I'd probably go as low as a quarter mil. Mm. Oh, I don't know about you. That'd be life changing money. It would be, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I I definitely would like to retire now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like working working's for the Boyds. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I would uh I would I would I could part with a kidney. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm done. My drinking days are well behind. Yeah, same here. So yeah. it's like, what, do, what do I fucking need it for to filter yeah. out all the fucking diet soda I drink? Probably. Yeah, probably, 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 probably. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 l- lose one of my kidneys. Instant motherfucking cancer. Yeah. Instant motherfucking cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you need a ki- new kidney. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we took your. Uh, do we want the good news or the bad news? <laughs> yeah. Good news is we got your good kidney. Uh, <laughs> bad news is you have kidney cancer. Yeah, uh, and also, uh, also bad news. Uh, you, you, you know that money you just got for this kidney? Yeah, we need that so to put it back into you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're poor again. It's, it's and actually, only, and then it, you only still have one kidney. It's double to put it back. <laughs> it's double to put it back. Yeah. Mm. Um. So. Two hours later, uh, still stuck in the turbo lift, uh, everyone's just playing games with their socks, yeah. which, of course, uh, wh- whomst amongst us has not. Yeah. I play a game with my sock, like, every day called... Uh, you with sperm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get all my cum. That's the name of the game. It's called Krusty Sock. It's heads up, seven and a half up. <laughs> uh, four hours later... Uh, the group is cuddling together and being sweet with each other. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Shax breaks in and yells, he's there to save them, and Boimler says he peed himself. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Shax, guess who he's played by? 
Fred Tassiore. Not on this episode. Really? I'm just kidding. No. Of course, he's playing Fred Tassiore. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, though. Uh, yeah, so back in the Moss Cave. Oh, uh, Tendi says that it doesn't matter if they don't tell each other everything that happens, as long as they're friends. And that's, still, a, that's kind of a sweet message. Yeah, still, though, like, I would be telling everybody if I gave birth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Half the time when you come here, like you exit the restroom and you're like, I just gave birth to a big one. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need to hear about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just, yeah. it just happens. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do kind of give birth, but you know, I but you know, if it was a babe, it was a live baby, mm -hmm. I'd be telling everybody. No, it's probably true. Yeah. 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 So the moss monster asks if they can be friends. Uh, the group agrees, and the moss says they can proceed with their scans and exploring the cave as long as they continue telling stories. Aww. But guess what? It was a Vandorian plot <laughs> all along. Uh, some Vandorians appear in the middle distance and uh, say it was a morality test, and mm. they passed because they're all friends. Mm. They agree not to unblock their communications for a while so they can enjoy the moment just a little longer. Oh, The end. Yeah, I like how Armas was better than Armas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what did you think of this episode overall? I really liked it. I like the um, individual tales. Mm -hmm. Like I think I said to you, I'm like, oh, no. like, at first I thought it was going to be a clip show. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you know, like, it would be really funny to have a clip show with a comp with a cartoon. The tales from the clip. Yeah, tales from the clip. Yeah. And like, um, but uh, no, I liked all the individual tales. I thought they were very interesting and unique. You know, and kind of, you know really just playing with like old star trek cave episodes which are yeah yeah very tos type cave episode tropes yeah just like just very silly stories happening in them like i thought they were all interesting mm -hmm. like um especially like the baby episode i thought that was like, ba baby was fun yeah. the baby was fun like i would have like it was like but like yeah sure like he's like Rutherford, Rutherford's like yeah i mean it wasn't my baby like well who did you give the baby to did you give it back to their people or I'd imagine so, yeah. Because yeah, like, they got a guide from somewhere near, and so it, yeah, it yeah. is the guide just retransferred into a different body. Yeah. And so, of course, I, I think they just, like, take them back home, basically, you know, and be like, hey, uh, they died, but here's <laughs> them again. And they'd be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, well that happens. Yeah, that, that happens, You yeah. know, it's, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. What, what If you died, what would you try to transfer your body into? Would I be born just as I was, or would I gain like the powers of the person I transfer my body into? Uh, up to you. Because mm. that's almost like kind of like where like, um, like aliens, mm -hmm. like you know, the alien series, like yeah. in, in their com in the comic books and video games, they kind of mm -hmm. play with that. Where if like whatever, especially like this one, I think the Alien versus Predator uh, Super Nintendo game, mm -hmm. like. You, it, there's like different aliens you fight that like you know oh like a face hugger went on a on a tiger so now there's like this tiger alien oh okay and like oh it went into like an alligator so there's an alligator alien it's uh and uh one went into a gerbil so now it's <laughs> now it's a richard gear <laughs> now, 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 now it's going into a richard gear <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah i don't know like i think i would like to gain the power of flight perhaps okay i don't know so i probably want to go into i'd probably put into try to transfer myself into a bird yeah but a carnivorous bird or 
Hmm. Maybe a hummingbird. They're really cool. They are. They are. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I thought they are they're pretty pretty cool birds. They can like float, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Float like a butterfly. Go in all directions. Like a hummingbird. You yeah. know what they say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe flight or swimming. Mm-hmm. I I'd definitely like live under the sea. Yeah. Put yourself into a dolphin. Yeah, a dolphin. Put yourself into a dolphin. <laughs> I mean, I probably could if I wanted to. I'm better to fit. Maybe an orca. Orcas are pretty cool. Orcas are way cool. Yeah. And they're pretty savage, too. Yeah. You can eat fucking seals and shit. Yeah. And fuck up boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'd be an orca. Cool. Yeah. How about you? Um, oh, I transfer my soul into a dildo. Oh, okay. Wouldn't be much different. Mm. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. I'm just a dildo with a Star Trek podcast. Yeah. That's what they say would about you, me down so, the boat so you would still be you would still be sentient and have the ability of speech. I think all dildos are sentient. Mm. When you think about it. Okay. So so it is like you can be reborn as one. Like right, they, like, right. so like, like the wheel of the wheel of karma. Yeah. Yeah, the wheel of karma exists. Right. And sure. you or can, the wheel of Dharma rather. Yeah, yeah, and you can be reborn as a dildo. Correct. Yeah. If you live a good and noble life. Yes, the the mm. most noble, like the the enlightened Brahmins, like mm. uh, Siddhartha uh, Gupta, the Buddha. Uh, after he died, he ascended uh, into dildohood. <laughs> into dildohood. That's that's at the end of that book, Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. Okay, cool. Yeah, Herman Hesse gets it messy. You know, mm. you know what they say down at the down in the bathtub. So bath I guess house. you would almost kind of achieve a sort of immortality because you can only really die by having your body destroyed. Correct. So like you, but. You know, uh, I feel like a dildo really dies when it becomes unused, though. Okay. Right. So because you'd, like you'd be in constant use, then. Yeah, I mean, not constant use. You just have to be. You know, someone has to be thinking about you as a dildo in order okay. for you to still have sentience in life. It's like you know, it's like the. Um, so it's almost like a very painless death if you if you end up being tossed out. Right. I mean, yeah, it's not like Toy Story, I don't think. I don't mm. think the dildos have that kind of like <laughs> deep inner life where they, uh, you know, always They exist. suddenly get up and then like have an adventure. Right, right. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. I think that was like a mad TV skit, Sex Toy Story. Yeah, it was definitely like a comic or something. I remember yeah. seeing a comic like a dildo and it's like, we're one of Andy's mom's toys or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was like, boomer humor. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, um, I think we can all like hope for like um, achieve to dildo hood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'd be fun, uh, like a goy story, and it's about like <laughs> this this non-Jewish kid who gets a bunch of like sentient dreidels. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so there's like dreidels and like. And they teach him about like being Jewish, and he converts on his evangelical parents, and they disown <laughs> him. Then, yeah. But then, or, but then, come together because they're still both Zionists. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Eight Crazy Nights, but better. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's a good movie. I saw that in, in theaters. The Goy story, yeah. The Goy story, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a great place for us to leave it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? No, no, go watch this episode. It's nice. Doesn't really like further the plot of the se- of the se- this season at all not at all but it's a nice message about like friendship and together yeah. togetherness mm-hmm. and teamwork 
and fun little st- uh, sci-fi stories. Yeah, yeah, it feels story. very TOS, kind of like a TOS throwaway episode, mm-hmm. but and it is kind of a throwaway episode ultimately, but I feel like every Star Trek needs the throwaway episodes in order oh, yeah. to elevate the rest of the material. Yeah, also it reminded me of the one Riker episode where he has like the little alien child. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives him, yeah, that, that energy that makes him injects him. He's got to have so many little alien children <laughs> all throughout the galaxy. You know, he never uses a condom. Oh yeah, no, no, no. He's raw dog Riker, baby. Raw dog Riker. God, I should have made a shirt of that while I still could. Hey, uh, that's gonna be a, mo- a, uh, a monthly shirt. Yeah, it costs too much money to just start making brand new shirts. No, uh, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, mm. yeah. unless I could sell them. So yeah, yeah. Have the raw dog Riker ones for a while. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I'll, yeah, put something up for a little bit on the website or something. Yeah. Who knows? Sell them on, on the Instagrams. Yeah. Well, it's a good place for us to leave it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging with us, Soyagers. Be well, travel safe, and uh, we'd recommend Caves. Go watch. Go watch Caves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd give it like a 7 out of 10, by the way. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, uh, not, it wasn't great, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. Excellent. Some fun jokes. It had one of the funniest moments of this season, I think, yeah. with the leg thing. Yeah, the leg thing was pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think I that also made me howl with laughter as well. Yeah. Was, yeah, you did go you guffawed. You're like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I like body horror. It's good. Yeah. All right. Thanks for checking with the Soy Boys Girls on the Burly Beans. Hang dong and shocker.